Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody and thanks for joining us for the phnx suns post game well, show let, let that sad music just ride out emma i mean we need to we need to revel in this misery right now um, brought to you by the DraftKings sportsbook app america's so number one sad. sportsbook app Why? don't forget to hit that like button subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five-star review so depressing are you? I'm so sad. Lindsay hit her bed again, and it hurt. <laughs> it really hurts. Bullshit. She should not have hit her bed. <laughs> really, really. Two blocks. Oh, I got a W tonight. That's all I know. Uh, but I feel bad for Suns fans. I feel bad for us for having to deal with the way that this one kind of unfolded. It was really unfortunate. Overall, the Suns lost to the Cavs. And down to the final play of the game, 90 to 88. Let's start this one off by looking inside the box. Espo, tell us, what is in the box? What's in the box? (laughs) (laughs) It's another loss. Yeah, that's right. Cut a hole in the box. Oh, no, not that box. (laughs) Not that box. Stick a shitty loss in the box. Uh, Look, first quarter points. This says everything. It was 15-14 at the end of the first quarter. Mm. Better than 11. It is more than 11. <laughs> the math does math there. I mean, honestly, that 15-14 kind of set the stage for what we were going to witness in this game. The Suns had more assists, had more rebounds. They out-rebounded the Cavs, who are a pretty big lineup, uh, but they out-rebounded them a 24, or excuse me, 49-46. to 46. Really what it comes down to is they their offense went MIA at different times, and in this game and uh, you know the the Cavs got hot uh in the last half of that fourth quarter to to actually play better than the Suns there so we we've seen this before we saw this just last game where the Suns struggled to score in the first quarter they're missing a guy who ranks seventh in the entire NBA in first quarter scoring in Devin Booker um they could have used him out there tonight at times he's had to prop up their entire offense and you could tell that the scoring wasn't there um, Chris Paul came to life later in the game and he did all that he could to carry them. But down the stretch, the Cavs were keying in on him. They were getting the ball out of his hands and nobody else was able to kind of step up on that end. You knew Donovan Mitchell was going to hit a big shot here or there. He finally did. Um, and it wound up being the difference. And this one hurts because defensively, we talked about this. They couldn't let missed shots demoralize them. And I thought they did a good job of fighting through that and playing with defensive intensity but they still just couldn't hit enough shots. They shot 39.5% from the field tonight. That's just not going to get it done. The Suns are 1-7 in in their last eight, Mm -hmm. and they have a a 22% win percentage without Devin Booker. Mm -hmm. That is basically the story of of this last stretch of games and really the story of the season uh, so far is when Devin Booker doesn't play, this team is just missing um, that valuable scoring punch uh, to be able to win games. And this is a game that if Devin Booker probably plays, they probably win by 20. Oh, um, and it's just, it's it's unfortunate that that guys that really need to step up are not st- stepping up. Um, and I know we're going to get into to Mikhail as well, but it's just, uh, it's tough sledding for this team right now. Nothing, nothing is coming easy on the offensive side of the ball. And there's a variety of reasons for that. I just need to know what happened. Or like, what's going on? Because 
we all talked like, okay, when shots aren't falling, it's easy to get down on yourself and let some of that defensive intensity waver, right? Mm -hmm. We did not see that tonight. They kept the effort up. Shots weren't falling, but what is it? Why aren't shots falling what? for for so long? Like a couple games here and there, I can understand. But for it to be this consistent, like you said, what, seven of the last eight they've lost? Mm -hmm. That's insane. Let's, Why aren't shots falling for this team? Let's just be honest. They're not very good right now. Mm. That's what it comes down to. This team, is its offense in particular, is very much predicated on Devin Booker. If you don't have him, shots become much more difficult for every other one of those guys who aren't really known for making their own shots in the first place or you know, creating their own shots in the first place. So it all becomes even more difficult uh, for them, and they're just not that good. Right. I mean, that's, that's the reality to this. We can act like that's not the case without Devin Booker on this team, but the, the numbers show it. This team isn't good without Devin Booker. It starts, like you're saying, at the top with their top two guys from last season. It was Devin Booker and Chris Paul handling a lot of the playmaking, a lot of the shooting last season. And they had a lot of guys that shot really well in crunch time scenarios, but it starts with that pecking order. And when you have to move guys up in that order, we're seeing situations where they're put in spots that they're not always, like DA being the number one option. We've seen that from him the last few games, struggling to acclimate to that. Mikhail Bridges being the number two guy or the number three guy. We've seen him struggle with that. And like the last play of the game that was drawn up for him. I know a lot of people are not happy that they drew it up for him um, because he shot what he shoot three for three 15 for 14, yeah. on the night after that miss. But at the same time, like I'm OK with it as long as it's putting guys in new situations like we talked about them needing to experiment. We talked about these guys especially Mikhail and DA to be put in bigger situations and I don't know like who else is going to take that shot Chris Paul you could say but how he can't create separation anymore Chris Paul drop a lob for DA I don't know but they tried to they tried like the play that they drew up they had DA set the screen across the elbow to Damian Lee who popped out to the corner that was covered DA went down set the up screen for Mikhail who came off and he was open at the elbow is a good look like DA's guy was playing off him. He wasn't going to be open. It was a no. good play. He just missed the shot. It's and it's a guy that the wrong guy. Who I mean, else? Who else though? Like who I'm else? Not, that's the, that's the point right now though. There is no yeah. one else. I mean, they basically have disbanded the, the MIDI committee. They, they shot 39.5% uh, <laughs> from the field, mm. but they shot 35.7% from, from three. So they missed a lot of those, uh, those in close and mid range shots. Tonight, this isn't the same team that we've seen over the last few years. And I know it's not it's some kind of giant revelation, mm -hmm. but it's the truth because I think some people are still in denial about this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I just, it, it's a variety of di different things, obviously. I, I honestly don't have um, any consternation about that last play. Like, I know Mikhail Bridges is not, he's, he should not be the focal point or really the second or third option. Mm -hmm. um, but the shot was there, and he's he's good enough to make that shot. He's long enough to get that shot off cleanly. He did, and he missed it. And it's just it's unfortunate because this team, I thought, did well enough on the defensive side to, to win this game. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they hold Donovan Mitchell to 20 right after he's coming off a 71-point game. Karis LeVert has 21. You have a couple guys off the bench with, in double digits scoring-wise, but everybody else was – Pretty much a non-factor, um, and and then the Suns, the entire starting unit, were wasn't double-digit scoring-wise. You would think that that would be enough to to overcome uh, what they had to go up against, but for whatever reason, this is what happens. Listen, the point blank, this is what happens with bad teams: is they find ways to lose. And unfortunately, it looked like the Suns should have won this game fairly easily, or at least by four to six points, because they looked like they were in control basically the whole game. And then it all fell apart, and mm -hmm. that's bad. Teams finds find ways to lose. The you, Suns were outscored fourteen to five in the final minutes, mm -hmm. five minutes of this game. Yeah. I mean, you can rip me for this, but should should Mikhail have even been out there? You need somebody to hit a shot. He's shooting twenty percent for the game. Yes, like I mean, even if he's the third option on that play, you're asking a guy who couldn't hit water tonight to try to hit the, the biggest shot of the evening. Yeah, and I have no problem with that because 
this stretch is all about putting guys in uncomfortable situations and letting them learn from it and learning what they can do. Like this, if Landry shot, if Landry Shamit hits a game winner, like cool, but that's not going to mean anything to you come playoff time. I think people are getting too bogged down in the short term game to game because this team is losing because we're flirting with tanking territory and I'm still looking at it like if Devin Booker and Cam Johnson come back, this team is still a playoff team and you want to give these guys that vote of confidence. You want to keep them invested. If you bench Mikhail Bridges there, think about the message that that's sending. Think about the lack of opportunity that you are not giving him by letting him yeah, take that shot. But the opposite could be said that it could be a motivational factor to get him to shoot better too. And you're talking about playoff uh, you know, helping playoff chops right now, right? Mm. But at the where they're at right now, every win they need to scratch and claw to keep their positioning. They're tied for ninth right now. Yeah, they're they're within shouting distance of that eleventh spot. They're, Minnesota's only three games back of them mm. at this point. Every win matters, and that I don't care it what does. playoff seasoning by having him in that position in January right now. I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking you need the dub because you may have games. But, yeah, but, but, but it's that. not like there's anybody else on this roster that is playing so damn lights out or shooting so much better that you feel confident putting them in that position. I'd rather have Damian they, Lee. They, out they, there. No, not a, not no. Damian no. Lee has shot the lights out in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but four seconds left and you're you're moving away and there's all these other options going on. It's a different scenario than uh, running down the clock at the end no. of a game. It's just a different he set of circumstances. He didn't run down the clock on the game winner he hit against against the Warriors. No, he didn't run down the clock, but they ran down the clock and then no. he got the, the shot off at the buzzer. Right, but y'all are acting, people in the chat too are acting like they gave it to Mikhail knowing he was going to miss the no. shot. Like, yeah, you can no, look no. at him being three for 14 and say, okay, he's having an off night, maybe give it to somebody else. But it's not like he got a bad shot. He got a good no. fucking look. And it's I not agree. like they're trying to lose the game by giving no. it to Mikhail. This isn't about, I'm I not hope, saying, I'm, not, I'm not making I'm talking about. I know you're not, but I'm saying people are like, oh, talking short term and like playoffs. We're not going to make the playoffs. They're still in the hunt. They're going to get Cam Johnson back soon. They're going to get Devin Booker back with about a month and a half left in the season. They have to win some of these games. I get that. But Mikhail Bridges is one of your four most important guys on the roster. Giving him the look at the end of the game is not the end of the world, even if he misses it. Well, and I don't think he was option number one on no, he no, wasn't. Damian Lee third, cutting to the corner was option number one. Yeah. And if you look at the play, people asking why DA didn't get a look, it's because Jarrett Allen was all over him. Cut him off, yeah. Yeah, because that was the super chat. Frank said, why didn't they pass to DA for the dunk? Frank, he was, thank you for your super he was, chat. He was but... covered pretty pretty tightly there if you go back and watch yeah. the play. Um, well, I... I think beyond just this final play and the frustration we can have around that, that's not where we lost this game, though. Oh, no. You rewind a few minutes, and then that's where things kind of fell apart. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the Suns were in control of this for majority of the game. Was mm -hmm. it a very low-scoring game? Yes. But were the Suns still in control? Yes. Until they got into clutch time. Right. And then they fell apart. So, like we said, we outscored 14-5 to five in the final five minutes. It wasn't that last play that lost the Suns this game. Nope. Could it have won the game for them or pushed it into overtime? Yes, but it's not where they lost it. So you can't just be mad. At Mikel for missing that shot, you no. need to be mad at every guy out there for just literally falling apart when you needed to be on your on point the most. Right. As soon as the Cavs started honing in on Chris Paul and getting the ball out of his hand with doubles and pressure, nobody else was capable of stepping up. Not DA, who the chat is bitching about not getting the last play. Not Mikel, who the chat is bitching about missing the last second shot. Nobody else could score. Like, that's the bigger issue here, not whatever play they drew up at the end. They ran, right. a, they ran a curl play for Landry Shamit out of a timeout mm -hmm. to get a bucket, and he missed a layup. Like, that's exactly what, the type of stuff that we're talking about. There's nobody else on this team. Like, honestly, like, if you're going to sit there and say that you have confidence in any one of these guys to make the game-winning shot, you're high and out of your mind. There's not one guy out there outside of Chris Paul, maybe, mm -hmm. tonight, specifically tonight, um, that I would feel comfortable with. And there was no way the Cavs are going to let Chris Paul beat them. And everybody else is just what they are. They're not, they're just, they're all kind of mid right now. And I'm okay with the shot that they got. They missed it and they move on. I mean, it's not the greatest scenario. Obviously we want them to win, but mm -hmm. it is what it is right now. This is, this team's not a good team. They're just not right now. Nope. DA had, uh, was under the basket 
with like two minutes left and got blocked twice. Yeah. I mean, and he should have had an easy bucket there. So there's multiple failures to Lindsay's point. This isn't just McHale missing that final shot in any way. No. There's multiple reasons that they blew this. To her point, um, I think it's more about what had led up to that. You know, again, we go back to guys like, I mean, Jock Landale didn't play. Josh Kogi didn't play. Fucking um, uh, Damian Lee. Damian Damian Lee, Damian Lee got few, very few minutes. Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Washington, Washington barely minutes. got any run. Like, again, what are we doing out here? You know, you're running with the same dudes. It's it's the definition of insanity for Mountie Williams. Is you're doing the same shit over and over and over again, but you're expecting a different result. Tonight was a little bit of a different result because they had a majority of the lead for for a, or they had the lead for a majority of the time. But again, at the end of the game, same thing happens over and over again. You got to figure out something different. You got to try new recipes. And that's, to Gerald's point, what, what this was all supposed to be about, to get these guys ready and get put guys in uncomfortable positions and get them exposed um, to be able to play at a high level. But again, we're going back to the well because, you know, apparently, you know, these guys are putting it all on the line and, and mm -hmm. giving it everything they got. And then they gassed out six minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, and this is what you get. Oh, they've been exposed as not very good right now. I mean, that's... That's the case here. I mean, they led for 40 minutes and 46 seconds. The Cavs had the lead for 2 minutes and 43 seconds in this game. Mm -hmm. This was an ugly basketball game mm -hmm. from both sides. There, there was nothing pretty about tonight's game. No, there wasn't. And it's like Monty has been trying to throw different shit at the wall. Like they literally started Dario Saric to try and throw something different at the wall. They put Ish Wainwright in, I think, in the first quarter. They played Biz over Jock, and they've been waffling back and forth. Like, he's literally just trying to throw whatever he can to get something out of somebody. And I know people are down on Monty's coaching right now, but, like, this is a roster problem. You look at the roster. They don't have two of their top four players available. And we knew that this was going to be an issue as far as their bench rotations coming into the season. We knew that it would be. The bigger thing for me is that McHale is shooting, like, 39% for the month. Like me defending them drawing up the play for McHale is not the same thing as me defending McHale. He has not been good lately. He just hasn't. We need more out of him. We need more out of DA. We need more out of Chris Paul on a night to night basis because tonight he was really good, but he only has this game, this type of game, like once every three or four games now. Did like it did, is what it is. Did Ish come back after he made that turnover? Or was that it for him? I think that was it for him, right? I think it was. I think it right might have been, yeah. You know, and and that's a, that's an example of what I will talk about is that Ish was playing decent. He was hitting some shots. Mm -hmm. He hit, he hit a couple threes. Um, why? Okay, so he makes an error. So did fucking Mikhail. So e did Landry. Everybody. Every single player had makes errors. Like one thing that you know as a, as a player, and Monty's supposed to be a player's coach, right? Mm -hmm. He's supposed to be able to buy into like. One thing you never do as a player's coach is the first time somebody makes a mistake, yank, you mm -hmm. know, and, and yeah, that was a mistake and it led to a bucket or it led to a foul. Um, but I thought it should have played a lot more. Dwayne Washington, again, every night I'm going to say Dwayne Washington needs to play more because he's the only one that I feel like can actually put the ball in the bucket a little bit more consistently than everybody else. But here we are. Look, it, Monty is a player's coach if it's his guys, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They, it's guys that have earned his trust at one point over the last three years and and continue to get get run out there. Tory Craig gets the opportunity to fight his way out of a slump, but you're not going to let Ish Ish have time to, right. to work out of a, one mistake, and you're not going to have Dwayne Washington out there. You brought up, well, maybe they're, they're trying to keep those game limits, limits down, but they played both those guys tonight. Right. And why play Dwayne Washington even two minutes? If that's of any concern. Well, they, they, I think they had to once Payne got hurt because of the foot thing. But yeah, to your point, like if you are going to play him, you need to maximize because two-way guys are only allowed to play 50 games with the team. Um, my biggest problem was, yeah, Ish Wainwright only getting 12 minutes, Torrey Craig getting 24. I, I mean, Craig had a couple of decent offensive rebounds down the stretch there. But other than that, he really didn't do much. He lost a couple of defensive assignments there, including one of the big threes that Donovan Mitchell hit. Um, I, I would like to see more minutes for Ish moving forward. Uh, but again, like I, I don't think it's a rotation thing. That's why they lost. They lost because Mikhail shot three for 15 because they shot 39% as a team and because they couldn't execute down the stretch. What I don't understand, and this is nitpicking, but mm. 
Bismarck Biombo plays almost 10 minutes, has zero points and three rebounds. You're struggling offensively. Why don't you turn to the center that scored some points for you at some point in Jock Landell? Yeah. Uh, you're not giving up rebounding. He's been pretty good on the boards, too. So at some point, I don't know why you're not throwing more out there because it's obvious like nothing's working quite I, I, right. I, I think I agree that he's trying things, hmm. but I don't think he's trying the right things at the right time. Um, you can you can still experiment, but there there's a you can be smart about your ex experimentation. Like I don't feel like you just you know he 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 messed with the the starting lineup, um, and it it produced 14 points in the first quarter. Like it is whatever, right? Mm. Uh, but outside of that, again, like it took for campaign to get hurt just for D Wash to get two minutes. Like okay, well, let, let, let's. We, we got to be better about our rotations and, and moving guys in and seeing the opportunities that you think that they can thrive in. And I thought that that's what money was going to be all about. It's like, okay, this is, there's a lull here in the third quarter. We need a little bit of juice. Let's, let's let D wash play for about five, 10 minutes and see what he can give us. But instead we get him for two minutes and he yanked. And then we're going back to Chris Paul. And again, Chris Paul is 37 years old. <laughs> yeah. He's not, capable of playing damn near 40 minutes and giving you what juice he has in the fourth quarter at the end he gave you everything he got for about three and a half quarters mm -hmm. and then that was it that was night night baby yeah. well, he was out and and it was up to everybody else to carry the load and they they did their best landry give him credit he had a big time three to tie the game up mm -hmm. but again they fell apart defensively gave up a wide open shot to mobley and then they drew up a play for Mikhail, and you can argue back and forth about whether or not these are the right plays. But again, I just think smart experimentation is where they need to go with this. Well, and you use Chris Paul that much. I'm betting we don't see this kind of offensive output from him over the next few games either. Like it's it's this weird. You push him to get as much as you can out of him, but now you have got to recharge. It, yeah, there's like a <laughs> there's a long. It's like your cell phone battery after years. Yeah. The charge doesn't hold as long and it takes longer to charge it up. So. Also, right. sometimes you need to just turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> <Yes>. so, <laughs> we need a hard reboot CP3. We do need a hard After reboot. 40 minutes tonight, definitely. Um, Brittany Price has a theory. She said, I feel like Monty has been trying to match whatever the other team is doing, lineup, pace, style, etc. Mm -hmm. and not focusing on our team being the aggressor to hit first and set the tone like last year. Do you see any of that? As I, you're watching some of these games over the last few weeks? I do agree with that, but I think part of the reason that they're trying to match size with size, like starting Dario Saric or, or playing Biz as an, another athletic big, is because normally their advantage that they would have there is either Cam Johnson or Jay Crowder, who can somewhat hold their own at the four and then spread you out to the three-point line on the other end. Torrey Craig has been shooting great from three-point range this year, but he's not as good defensively as those two guys, and he's not as reliable a shooter either. So I think, again, I think you're just trying to throw shit at the wall and hope something sticks at this point. I agree. You're you're giving Monty, and this isn't an excuse. He still should be trying to figure some of this stuff out, but you're giving yeah. Monty chicken shit and asking for chicken salad out of it right now too. Right. I don't I don't know that there's any lineup here that w that's going to win on a consistent basis out of this group. Mm. I mean, I don't think there's some magical thing he hasn't unlocked out of this group. Mm. Now you could argue in certain specific situations, he's not playing the right guy, but I don't think there's different full lineups that you're not seeing that change things or a different starting lineup that really unlocks anything and lets them be the aggressor like they were last year, because I, you know, that offensively, no book, no cam Johnson, I, you know, there's there's no real solution there. There's not a lot to switch up. Yeah. Okay, so we have quite a few super chats to get to. Um, so we'll just kind of dive right into them. Trevor, thank you for your super chat. Trevor said again, we cannot keep a lead. Missed shots at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're correct. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff, thank you for your super chat. They said, love Monty, but he just sounds and looks defeated. Are you getting? I'm not getting those vibes. Down vibes from Monty right no, now? I'd say down, but not defeated. Yeah, I, I think they're all good. cognizant of the situation they're in. They don't like losing. They've gotten accustomed to winning over the last couple of years. They know they're in a rut. They're trying to fight through it. But like he was saying in pregame today, they're looking for that breakthrough. They're trying to get there. They're still fighting, um, but they 
just don't have the firepower right now, and that's that's the alarming part. I get frustration from Manu. Mm-hmm. Like his Captain Obvious for 500, Alex, just felt like a guy that's like, I'm pissed. I don't know what to tell you right now, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to vent here yeah. to you, which to me is is not defeated. Obviously, if you're feeling like that, there's still that fire there. You're not mm-hmm. You're not throwing up your arms and giving up by any man. This is where I think you need somebody who, despite everyone struggling, can be a bright spot. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about on the court, even. Just, like, from a personality kind of standpoint. Like, JaVale McGee last year, right? Mm -hmm. If we were going through a slump like this last year, I feel like we could have turned to JaVale to find some energy, find some fun, to lighten things up for the guys. I and I like- and I get that it's like it's it's important to not take your losing lightly and to take it seriously, but at some point in time you have to also understand that you need to be having fun while you're playing these games too. Look, I think those kind of antics would have worn thin in this, you know. I'm not talking season. about the stuff in front of us. I'm talking about the stuff behind the scenes to keep it a little bit more yeah, upbeat. But that, but that shit only works if you're winning. Yeah, it really does. Like you start doing that the shit, in front like, of bro. Us, we've yeah. lost ten games in a row. Lock your ass in. Let's go. Like that's what I would say if I was a player. Like all this dancing and bullshit. Like that's cool when we're, we're not winning. Talking about the dancing and bullshit. But, but what are you, you talking about? This, then? Like things behind the scenes. Like the not swagger. not talking about them singing into brooms and shit like that pregame. Like Mikel and Da last year and the whole Javale Mickey like huddle and all the fun handshakes before they ran out onto the court. I'm talking away from cameras, away from eyeballs, making sure that things are still a little bit light feeling around this team. Don't let the dark cloud hang over them. And I'm not saying that that's what's happening, but it kind of feels like there's a dark cloud looming and somebody needs to bring a little bit of lightness to this squad. Yeah, I, I think it's it's harder for guys like DA and Mikhail to be jokesters when the team is losing. Although we, you know, we have seen them joke around. We saw Mikhail joking about Donovan Mitchell scoring seventy two. We saw DA doing handstands. So I think what they're missing with like Javale and Jay is that toughness, like that grit, that swagger that they brought to the table behind closed doors. Not even talking about the dancing and all of those shenanigans, but like. They miss the toughness. And without Devin Booker on on the last leg of the road trip, he's another one of their tougher guys on the roster. So I, I, I don't think it was a matter of toughness tonight, but I do think they they just need that extra oomph and having two of your top four players available would definitely help with that. Look, I know people kind of want to give James Jones a pass because of what we found out yesterday about mm. how he's handcuffed. But some of this is roster construction and cap counting too much on internal development. Right. So now now they're in this position where they don't really have the horses. They don't have uh, have the guys or the right mix right now and that's uh, that sucks. I mean is the is the honest truth about it. I'm, I'm going to say this. Um y'all need to prepare for the just in case mm. uh of Jay Crowder not getting traded or Jay Crowder getting traded for nothing of, of significance in return. I, I'm telling you you got to prep yourselves right now because I just don't see it. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, the the Suns are, are are probably as vulnerable as they've been in the last four years, to be honest with you, since Da's rookie year. Um, and I'm telling you, they're in the thick of it right now. Now, what I will say is this: we've seen teams and really championship pedigree type teams mm. have struggles like this and be able to find their way out of it. Mm-hmm. Listen, the Lakers start off the season horribly. They've kind of righted the ship a little bit, right? The the um, the Golden State Warriors, they were on a really bad bender, and then they lost Steph Curry, and they've started to figure things out. Like, it's not the end of the world. You can still find your way out of this. It's just, it's really tough to see the forest through the trees right now because of what we're seeing from this group. But I, I still have confidence that they're going to be able to figure this out. It's just it's going to be a little bit rough here in the in 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 this in in this time. The examples you brought up though in L.A. and Golden State is you lose a superstar, you still got a guy, you know whether it was LeBron out and AD there or more likely AD out and LeBron there, you still got one superstar. In in, in uh, with the Warriors case, 
you've got Clay rounding back. Yeah, but Clay, shape. but Clay wasn't playing no, like that. But now that they're actually coming back to life, Clay is playing like that. And that's so what you hope that Mikhail and Da might somehow do at some point, I'm right? Not, I'm not holding my breath. No, either am I. I'm just saying, like you know, what you need is is CP3 to call up his buddy LeBron and go, what the hell is your secret stuff? Because the secret stuff I got in my water ball ain't working anymore. Oh, How do I get to your his level? His secret stuff is 6'9", 245. I know. I know. Which you're not going to get. That ain't going to change overnight. <laughs> All I'm saying is we're not seeing LeBron in any power walking State Farm commercials. <laughs> we can't put CP3 in that Captain I mean, America To be thing, honest, you know? that's probably what wore him down. Let's be real. Oh, man. Too much. Walk. <laughs> All right, Marcus sent us a super chat. Thank you, Marcus, for your super chat. They said, "Blow it the f up." They're not good. Simple as that. <laughs> I am not ready to but go that far just yet. Can you even blow it up though? Because no. you can't make trades without right. uh, the, the disgraced future former owner approving them. So you're in no man's land. Right. We we all agree a significant trade or trades need to happen. The question is whether or not they'll even be able to happen because Ishbia is not going to be in charge of the team before the trade deadline, most likely. And we heard all the news the other day about Sarver still having input on any trade on an average salary, which is right around where Jay Crowder is. So they might be screwed on that front. Hopefully that's not the case, but as of right now, it wouldn't surprise me. Did Aaron Gordon kill the Suns? No. no. They, it was before They have that. not had... <laughs> no. What they put fight up against Memphis, they were they had a shot to win that game against <laughs> no, Denver, and it. since that moment... Stop it. Oh, wait, that's, that's the game Devin Booker got injured. Never yes. mind, it's that. Yes, <laughs> that's what killed the Suns. Um, HM sent us a super chat. Thank you for your super chat. They said, losing is making us lose our minds. Gerald almost lost it right then. I did. Uh, referring to earlier in the, <clears throat> in the show. Honestly, I feel like losing is making everyone lose their minds. Um, losing oh, really man. sucks around this specific team because everyone gets mean. <laughs> and everyone starts it's... pointing the finger and they want to argue about who we should point the finger at instead of just being like, well, it's deep it's, breath. It's either PTSD or people that haven't been here before. Like we've been through the dark days. We yeah. know what they look like. And it's disappointing to be feeling like we're back in that place when this team should be contending for a title. But like you guys better strap in because we're barely in week one hey. or two of Devin Booker being out. Hey. It's, it's going to be a while. They got 20 wins right now. Okay, they're 20 and 19. Mm -hmm. That's still one more than they had in the entire <laughs> 2018 season. Yeah. You don't know trash unless you live through that. And yeah. I promise you, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. They're going to figure this out. I just, I'm going to hold on to that for at least the next month that they're going to be able to figure this out. Um, because I do feel like, you know, Cam and, and, and Booker come back. That's like their last hope, right? Is that even if they don't make a trade, those guys come back. Oh, okay. Let's see if we can right the ship, get ourselves to at least a play in if they're not even in the playing range mm -hmm. um, and, and keep going. But um, if things go haywire when they come back, then all belts are off. <laughs> I feel like a time like now calls for the words of a great American philosopher. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Right? Mm. Y'all going to make me lose my mind up in here, <laughs> oh, up in here. Y'all going to make me go all out <clears throat> up in here, up in here. You're going to make me act a fool up in here, up in here. You're going to make me lose my cool up in here, up in here. Rest in peace, DMX. Profound. Uh, let's take a quick break to reset. I think I, was, I think I saw a small part of Saul's soul just exit just the building. Gone. <laughs> just absolutely gone. See, this is what I'm saying. Somebody uh, just needs to make that sound laugh for five seconds. That's all they need. Oh, James, oh, I am here God. to read whatever rap lyrics <laughs> you would like me to to the team. All right, quick break, and then a few more super chats. Uh, I want to remind you guys about our friends over at More Furniture. One of the best parts about coming into the offices outside of seeing all of these friendly faces here is being able to sit in really comfortable <laughs> chairs thanks to our friends at More Furniture. You can find all the the items that you need for your home at morefurniture.com. They have white glove delivery as well, which we got for our PHNX offices, made things really easy because we are a couple floors up. And I don't know about you guys, but I definitely didn't want to have to like 
maneuver boxes in and out of elevators and through doors and around corners and things of that nature. You mean you didn't want to watch us? Yeah, that, I mean, that yeah. was a hard pass. So shout out <laughs> right? to the white glove delivery so y'all didn't have to do it either. I'm pretty sure I fucking did that. No, the white glove delivery did. Enough. Okay. Uh, but if you are in the market for some furniture, you can save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head to morefurniture.com. Also, if you are in the market for some delightful Mexican food, might I recommend Illegal Pete's? Yes, you may. Illegal Pete's is fantastic. They've got bowls, tacos, salads, burritos, nachos, custom cocktails, beer, a full bar, piping hot queso, strong margaritas from what I hear. And we're really excited to have them as a part of our PHNX family. You guys should check out their location off of Mill and Tempe because right now when you purchase $100 in gift cards, They'll throw you a $25 gift card on the house. Also, be on the lookout for a few informal happy hours with our PHNX Sun Devils crew over at Illegal Pete's. Okay, a few more super chats, mm -hmm. and then we'll kind of dive into a few other things from today's game. Flourishing Hand sent us a super chat. Thank you for your super chat. They said, what did you guys think about Dario starting? He seems lost. Also, frustrating uh, that Washington Jr. and Damian Lee not getting enough minutes. I thought Dario was fine. He was fine? Yeah, I thought he was fine. I didn't think he was... Uh, he didn't seem lost to me. No, he was... I mean, the ball was moving in the first couple minutes of that first quarter. They scored, what was it, eight points in the first four minutes, and then it just tanked after that. But I don't think that was because of Dario. If anything, once they subbed him out, it kind of started going downhill. Hit 10 points, four rebounds, a couple of nice passes, that nice assist to DA on the bounce pass. Um, you know, he's clearly not what he once was anymore, but I don't mind it. They scored 14 points in the first quarter. It didn't fix they anything. They stopped scoring when he so went out. 11 points the other night when Dario wasn't in the starting lineup. Fault, but <laughs> so I'm we saying. got better because of Dario. <laughs> Those Thank you three very points much. made the difference, the math everybody. math is mathing, Espo. They lost the two quarters that the starting lineup started in, all right? 15, 14, and 26, 21. You're looking it's not at Dario's quarters. fault. Yes, yeah, it's not I'm just, that did not fix anything. No. I think it's beyond no. repair right now. No, yeah, nobody, it didn't, definitely didn't fix anything. It just didn't break anything worse. Like, yeah. that's why I was, there was a Cavs fan that was saying Donovan Mitchell broke the Suns or something. First of all, you cannot break what that which is already broken. Second of all, he shot fucking thirty percent. He didn't break shit tonight. And he broke his groin. He, he, broke, right? his, he, he broke his. Dick. <laughs> uh, hello, in the chat Ouch. said we are down in the dumps when we're fighting about Dario. We really are. Well, you know, we've been here. It is what it is. Oh, all right, man. even more super chats. Uh, Brian, thank you, Brian, for your super chat. They said. Espo is the goat. Everyone else is soft. Love y'all. Is that your burner account? Espo is the greatest host in the NBA. Suck it, Lindsay. Suck it, Gerald. Suck it, Saul. Wow. Look at what you did. First of all, look at what you did. First of all, look at what your money bought you. He gave us 49, but it's not dollars. It's not US dollars. It's, I assume that's pesos. I think so. Hey. Don't Which is what's 49, 49 pesos? More than we had before we started. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, Brad. Thank you for your pesos. He was slick about it, <laughs> so he could get Espo to feel good. How much is it? <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> I made more this hour than my first job. So how about that? There you go. Thanks for I the super mean, chat. <laughs> it was still fun. It was oh, still fun. Man. Okay, a couple more super chats. Now, these two are kind of combined, right? And we did touch on the Robert Sarver news from yesterday, so we can kind of rehash that a little bit here. Mm -hmm. um, so, Trevor, thank you for your super chat. They said, so do you think Sarver shut down the Rui Hachimura trade? No. 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 I, think, I think it was reported by somewhere that the Suns, because Rui for Jay straight up doesn't work financially, so the Suns asked for Denny Abdija to be included in the trade, to make the money work, and I think the Wizards said no to that. I nope. think that's what I saw. If Sarver turns down, we're going to hear a trade's been agreed on in principle, and then we're going to find out the Suns aren't completing the trade because it wasn't approved. We're not going to hear, yeah. here's a rumor, <laughs> and nothing came of it. It's not going to be like that. I think there's going to be a deal that's agreed upon in principle. They'll go to Sarver, and we'll find out it's, it's shot down if, if it happens that way. Okay, so Jeff wants to know if we could see a scenario of Jay Crowder coming back. There's no. a better chance of Saul, Gerald, and I 
uh, filling out the end of the bench than Jay Crowder ever being in a son's uniform again. Ooh. Been waiting for my 10 day. Well, doesn't it start tomorrow? Sign tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you actually think differently? I mean, if I'm Jay Crowder right now, and the and the Suns are like, "Listen, we're not going to trade you. We can't trade you. So, if you want to sit out a whole year, you can. But this is probably your this is your only option right now. I don't know if I'm Jay. I'm probably like, man, you know, I might as well just go ahead and play because. Well, what good is it doing me right now? No, because that looks bad on Jay that he walked back. Yes. Basically, everything he was claiming to stand for at the start of the season. If they go to him and say that, what he does is crank up the production of his workout videos to three times a week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just have we I seen didn't, any workout videos? I, I, no, recently? I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything from Jay in a while. No, I, I will. I will say, like, yeah, I, I get that. I do, but at the same time, I didn't think there was no way he wouldn't be traded. You know, and now I'm sitting here thinking, man, can they even trade him? I don't even know. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say there's probably it's not a zero percent chance, but it's like a one percent chance. So you're maybe. saying there's a chance, and and it's only because I don't think anything is impossible in this situation. But like, I I feel like that ship has sailed. I feel like Jay holds all the leverage as far as like. He's sitting at home laughing his ass off watching oh, his yeah. team right now. He's going, this is what I thought. He's would he's Which feeling watching watching Cam John not that he wanted Cam Johnson to get hurt, but watching Tory Craig fill in the starting lineup and their defense fall to shit without him communicating and rotating. Like he's he's not coming back. Say it with me, everybody. Grayson Allen, come on down. God You're bless. the next contestant on who the hell can fix the Suns offense. And Grayson Allen is your suggestion. <laughs> well, it's better than Jay Crowder right now. Also, um, I did think it was really interesting. So on my way into the office today, uh, James Jones was on Arizona Sports, and they asked him about mm -hmm. all of this, uh, all of the reports that came out he yesterday. It, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Huh? Did he deny it? Well, no, he did not deny nor confirm. So when they kind of brought <laughs> up denial, when they brought up the report that uh, Robert has veto power, essentially. He said, we knew what the parameters were from day one. So we knew of all of the hoops and things we had to jump through, all the rules and regulations. He said, we knew of those from day one. Okay, so if you knew it from day one on the Jake Crowder subject, and you know it's probably going to be an uphill battle to find a deal, why wouldn't you be like, hey, Jay, come on back. Let's figure this out. Like... And maybe they well, did. Because we don't know that they didn't, but did the Jay thing come before the Robert thing came? No, Robert happened in September. Oh. I mean, he But no, it's... when he decided to sell? Yes. When it came oh, officially that he decided to this. sell? The letter came have this. in September <laughs> uh in September when the ruling came down. That's when the letter saying he'd have uh, the right over trades uh, happened. So Look, I I'm I can't speak to any of that, but I will say that when James Jones talked to us a couple months weeks ago now, uh we he was asked about how he could operate as far as the ownership situation was concerned. Nothing nothing he said, different. No, that's inaccurate. We're able to do our business. We couldn't function without the autonomy and the efforts of everyone on the business side as well as the basketball side. Oh. So lies, lies, lies. Well, he also said today they straight up asked him, has has Robert vetoed a trade? Right. And he said no. Right. So, if you're wondering about the Rui thing, according to James Jones, which you can decide if you want to believe him or not, he said no. Yeah. So there's that. I don't know. I did want to address hello because he meant he asked me after the pregame show if I felt like we still deserve this. Let me be very clear: <laughs> we deserve the high-scoring performances because of games like tonight, where the final score was 90 to 88. Wow. We deserve this. You know what else we deserve? Some ice cold beer from Four Peaks Please. for having to sit through that one. <laughs> yeah. Mostly the Would end you of like it, one, but Lindsay? still. I can go get one. Uh, no, I'm okay. Thank you, though. But we do deserve it. Yes. And we also deserve to have a good time, even if Suns basketball is causing us a lot of pain and heartache right now. But you can still have a good time while you're watching Phoenix Suns basketball if you join us at our inaugural PHNX Tea Party that is presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch Golf Course next Friday January the 13th, we are renting out the entire driving range and we're inviting you to come hang out with all of us, to hang out with uh, Big Drive Energy, fellow diehards, for a night of Suns basketball, golf, food, 
drinks, contest prizes, and so much more. It's going to be a blast. And like I said, Four Peaks is our presenting sponsor, so they're going to have beer samples and swag out there. If you want to come hang out with us and watch some basketball and play a little bit of golf on the driving range, check the link in the description of the show to reserve your spot right now. Also, real quick, I just want to throw this out there. For anybody that comes to this event, uh, not only if, if you buy tickets, will you have a great time, but we will also give you $35 worth of driving range. Uh, um, I don't know if they call them tokens or whatever. No, no, no. Okay. This is, it's a, fr- it's a free hour of driving range basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So you get like uh, for the next time you want to go out to yeah. Dobson ranch, you get a free hour and golf balls that you can use. And yeah. it's a $35 value. <laughs> There's no point to going into the driving range without golf balls. <laughs> no, but they give you the golf balls. Yeah. That's part of the driving yeah. range. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I'm getting the point. If, if you buy in the next, few days and send me proof that you purchased in the next few days i'm gonna buy you a beer when you come out there okay. i'm gonna buy you buy you a nice cold one well, there, there we go. you go so, so four peaks the beer on nope. espo too <laughs> <laughs> so come hang out with us also real quick we need to check in on our DraftKings gambles Don't of the it. game <sighs> so what we do uh now right so we have a pregame show if you guys are here listening or watching, and you have not tuned into a pregame show, highly recommend you do. Um, we always pick a bet of the night, each of us, Saul, myself, and Espo. And we decided here in 2023 we we're going to keep track of how much money we've either lost or made in these bets. And we've gone with a $10 bet for each one. So our picks of the game for tonight, Saul, you had campaign over nine and a half points. Espo, you had DA over 18 and a half points, and I had DA under 0.5 blocks. Uh, I won. <laughs> Campaign got fucking hurt in the second quarter. That's rough. What, uh, what are you going to do, you know? Oh, DA got screwed by an offensive system that doesn't want him to have 19. Oh, no, don't so, you start kidding. Basically, <laughs> this is the second game of the uh, calendar year. Saul is minus 20. I am at a plus 40-50. Uh, and Espo is a minus 20. Actually, Lindsay, I'm looking here, and they changed that call at the end of the you game. You don't even. You're <laughs> such a liar. <laughs> oh, I look just now, just hoping and praying. Dude, you guys, it was so ridiculous. Every time DA even got remotely close to the ball into the basket, they were like, that's a block, that's a block. He got a block. Replay it. I swear that was a block. He got a block. <laughs> look, we got to make it interesting. Right? so aggressive. I don't know. But if you guys want to get in on the action. I think it's more uh, annoying that you just keep going to the same bet over. You're going to do the same thing next game. I just know you are. So what is, what's it to you? It's trash. You know what's what I, it to you? It's trash. Give us a little am variety. Am I winning or am I losing? You know what I decided? Hater. So shamed me when games. we started this. Hater. Into not making my big bets because he's like, oh, he's just going to. Saul's trying to shame everybody My right fucking now. dad got hurt. If this so was really hate. a bet. They would have pulled it. They would have said, we're going to give you your money back. What's the excuse for the other game? No, I missed the first game. He had had a half to score nine and a half points. That's on him. And you pick a guy that's injury prone. That's on you. I'm just saying, you're being a real sore loser right now. (laughs) No, just wait till I fucking start winning. And when I start winning, you'll never stop hearing the end of it. At first, he tried to give Espo shit about the bets he was going to make. Now he's trying to give yeah, me shit he, about the best saw, I'm making. You saw how quickly you're he pivoted away from his shit. I'm not like Espo. <laughs> I will not pivot. Oh, no, you're I'm very consistent. A, I'm taking a plus 1500 next game and get back in this shit. <laughs> Bratty. Anyway, if you guys want to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, make sure you use that promo code PHNX. Because when you use that promo code, you can place $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX, only a tracking sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, Brian, uh, I'm not a, a worse loser than say? Gerald and Mario Kart because, first of all, worse is spelled with an E, not a T. <laughs> Whatever. Either way, you're still crying. Um. Our DraftKings king of the game. Yeah. We have to pick one for tonight. Sure. And honestly, mm-hmm. for me, this one felt like it was a little bit easier. It was a toss-up between two people, but we ultimately decided to give it to Chris Paul tonight. He is our draft king, king of the game. He finished with 25 points, 8 assists. He was 9 of 17 from the field. And 
that outrageous shot to end the third quarter mm -hmm. that had everyone like, oh, my God, Chris Paul, what was that? Yeah. For that alone, I felt like he deserved it. This was like more of a vintage Chris Paul performance. Mm, except for the whole clutch thing. That's why I said more of. Yeah. Not a full. Close. 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 Yeah, Closer than what we've gotten. But just like the Suns, they were the close season. yet not. Yeah, that's yeah. one of those games where you would like to have a guy like Book because when Chris Paul is hot like that and they're getting the ball out of his hands and doubling, you have an outlet. And they just had zero outlet for him. But he played 40 minutes tonight. Like, this is the type of Chris Paul performance we'll see once every three or four games. That's um, the problem. Yeah, it's a problem. And it's something that, I don't know, there's no, like, fix for, unfortunately. There's I really not. A time for, machine. Trade for D'Lo. I don't know. Is Chris Paul on his way back? Or is this just like a one-off? I, I think I mean, this is a new standard. Yeah, I, I think the the problem with what Chris Paul is doing right now is, okay, let's just say he is on his way back. Mm -hmm. um, if he's doing this once every three or four games, that's not going to be enough no. to save them while Devin Booker's out. Right. You need more from him right now, and mm -hmm. I just don't think he can give that to you. So by the time... They keep saying like, oh, well, you know, he's still rounding into shape. And I'm like, dude, he's a 17-year year vet, 18-year vet. Like, he 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 knows how to be in shape. Like, it's not, it's not a, you know, it's not a mystery for Tim. Um, so I just feel like he just doesn't have the juice like he used to. Like, that's just, it's right. okay to say that without, it's not a slander. It's just what you see. Right. And they need more from him right now. And unfortunately, I just don't think he's able to give them more consistently. Yeah, Which there's is a, a theme with this team. Yeah, and there's a difference between him not being the point guard point guard anymore and him being washed. I feel like he's he's scored 20 in three of their last four games. Like he's been good, but he hasn't been consistently night in, night out great like he was last year when he was an all NBA third team guy. Like, and that, and I think people might need to adjust their expectations for him accordingly. He's the point demigod, and that's okay mm -hmm. if you have Devin Booker, because if he does this every three or four games and you've got book there, you know, it evens it out a little bit more, but right. when you don't have him every three or four games doesn't cut it. And mm -hmm. that's a lot, a lot of the problem with this team in general, right. every three or four games showing up doesn't cut it. Mm -hmm. Chat split on this one. Again, uh, a lot of people saying Chris Paul did his job tonight. He did. A lot of people still saying Chris Paul is done. Um, He's not done. He's just not the point guard anymore. Like, yeah, He's still an average to slightly above average NBA player. If you look at his assists, if you look at his shooting percentages that are back on the way up, he's not washed, but he's not a guy that you can rely on to be your number two or maybe even your number three anymore. Chris Paul is done being a superstar. Yes. That, that I, is a fair that assessment. But effectiveness, uh, you know, in the NBA, not completely done. Right. All right, we have uh, one final fun thing for you guys, unless you guys have any other things you want to discuss about tonight's game. I did have one last thing, um, Emma, if we could pull up that tweet from earlier, because this is the biggest thing that stands out from the season so far. The Suns are now 5-11 and 11 in clutch games this season, games within five points in the final five minutes. That's the worst record in the NBA in clutch games. Last year, they were one of the greatest clutch teams of all time. And that's the difference right now. And you you knew it was they were they would regress somewhat from one of the greatest clutch teams of all time and an absurd like plus 30 net rating in those scenarios, but you didn't expect the drop off to be this steep. The missing Booker hurts, missing Jay Crowder hurts, missing Cam Johnson hurts, but you would hope that guys like Mikhail, DA, Chris Paul would be able to carry the load. So far that hasn't been the case. You know what that makes him, Gerald? What's that? An automatic car, no clutch. Oh boy. Just, that was no. just for you, Gerald. That's <laughs> your, you. your brand of humor. I'm so glad you gave that to me to start 2023 <laughs> off right. The only other thing I have is that I wish that um, campaign didn't get hurt tonight, regardless of your bet. Your bet aside, <laughs> I'm being genuine here. I wish he didn't get hurt but didn't score 10 points. It's, it's a bummer <laughs> because he had missed, what, nine games prior to him returning? Yeah, so he missed nine games with a right foot sprint strain mm -hmm. then he came back two days ago mm. and gets injured again mm -hmm. and the uh injury that they gave us or the reasoning they gave us as to why he didn't come back in this game is right foot discomfort mm -hmm. that's concerning yes. that it's the exact same 
foot, the same place injury just, that he was dealing with before coming back. It, it was such a fluke. It looked like he just kind of like jammed his foot and then he was holding it. He took a couple free throws and then that was that. And uh, I don't even understand it. Yeah. yeah. Feet can be finicky. I do know that uh, Monty and some of the sons had talked to Dwayne Rankin on the road about how they were being a lot more diligent and careful with players after what happened with book coming back too soon. Um, so I don't think it was a case of like the, the training staff not doing their jobs correctly or rushing guys back. Um, he'd already missed nine games. So I don't think it was that. I just think feet can be kind of finicky like that yeah. sometimes and you have bad luck. So yeah, it was an yeah. awkward step too. So, I mean, it, that's just unfortunate. I think. Yeah. All right, Saul, you prepared something for not just the group, but the chat as well, right? Oh, we've played this game before. It's yeah. chat versus the world. There we go. Uh, we're going to get a graphic at some point where it's just basically Planet Girth and Espo and Lindsay <laughs> just sitting on Planet Girth. Chat. <laughs> so, I mean, I like this idea. So, yeah, yeah if you were so, here for the last time we played this, basically, Saul's asking us trivia questions. From Cleveland yeah. or whatever city they're playing in. Mm -hmm. One last question time, for us, last one time, question for y'all. Yeah, last time it was Houston. This time we're doing Cleveland. And it's always music-based because music is awesome. So okay. here we go. Right. Uh, the first question is for the the, the world, which so is, is you us? guys. That's you okay. guys. Uh, if you're the type of guy that hook up with the babysitter, what rapper are you? Dear God. There's literally a song called Babysitter All by right, this guys. artist. So here's the oh. thing. Because I knew we were playing this game, we and were like, who's from Cleveland? Uh -huh. Okay. And this, and you so Kid Cudi is from Cleveland. Okay. Let's go with it. I take that answer. Do you want to go with we, Kid Cudi? We might as well, but the way he's smiling, I don't know if that's well, right. Well, actually, who was, there was an older school. Uh, Emma, like you can play too. Older school rapper. Yeah. There you go, the oh, baby. Okay. Thank go. you. Somebody's going to gonna save the crew. Being on our team. Somebody's going to save Thank the crew. God. Hold on. So the baby wants to sleep right. with the with was babysitter. Our... Here we go, Espo. What? All right. Yes. The baby's not very PC. So yeah. yeah All right. Just the anyway. Whole All right, chat. So the chat. All right, Yo, chat. What? This is your chance to shine. Here we go with the chat. Your question is: Trent Reznor is the lead singer for this band. Like I knew really? that. Really? Well, we, we we start off slow. I gave you a layup to start off. Have you looked at the three of us? Do you think we last time we played this fucking thing, <laughs> and I gave you a bunch of Kid Cudi references? You got them all. Yeah, because there was two options. Like. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mitch chat. has it. Yes, nine inch nails. Yeah. There you go. All Mitch, right. Mitch well done, Mitch. All chat. right. Uh, <laughs> this one's probably a little difficult. Oh boy. Um, Great. This is a throwback. Um, you might get this, Espo. So here you go. It's right up in your lane. Uh, who wants to ride in a fast car? She knows where she's going, but she's going so far. Come on, Espo. Help us out. <laughs> Emma, do you know? You, 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 you hear it in your head, right? Come on. Say it again. Uh, who, who wants to ride in a fast car? She knows where she's going, but she's going so far. I feel like I don't I... know where I'm going. Oh. I have no idea. Riding in a fast car. No? This shit's going to drive me nuts. No, you can't Google shit. You are on a computer right now. <laughs> that's because she's just her job. The chat steals oh, it. You Tracy chat Chapman with the steal. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Fast car. Just gets to steal it by simply answering. Because it, get to steal they're this? on like a 30 second delay. Of course they no, can. No, the delay's gone, isn't it? Oh, never mind. Still Fine. a slight Fine. delay. Fine. But I yeah, we're... fast car Tracy Chapman. How did I? That's that's all right. All right. Guys. So it's chat two, us one. Yeah, chat's up again. Chat is up again. Here we go. According to Kid Cudi, what is the only thing that keeps him level up in his crazy head? I don't I'm even know this one either. <laughs> the awkward silence right now. Uh, I, I will give you guys a hint if they can't get it. Okay. So okay. you guys will have the opportunity to, to tie it up. But, okay, ask that again. Ask um, the question. According to Kid Cudi, what is the only thing that keeps him level up in his crazy head? What is the only mm. thing that keeps him level? I think the chat is stumped on this one. Maybe. Or we may still be on the delay. <laughs> hey, Dot said drugs. Uh, Kyle said oh, reefer. I was, was going to say the medication. Oh, yeah, Eric wait, said OGs. Did you say reefer? Eric said, or no, Kyle There said you reefer. go, Kyle T. Reefer, I yeah. will give you reefer. It is marijuana yeah there you go all right okay okay world here oh, we go <laughs> this is a layup i, I if you guys it's don't get this i'm sorry be a layup. listen <laughs> this is as easy as it gets for okay. you guys okay 
Uh, this Cleveland rapper is named after a weapon. After a weapon. It's literally the first name in his fucking name. I mean, I just, I, but I don't, I don't know that name. Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, hey, there you go. Machine Gun Kelly. Yes. See, I told you. S for coming in clutch for us tonight, you guys. 40-year-old white dude. Chat. Here we go. Where does Bone Thugs want to see you at? Oh, I know this one. I, <laughs> I was I was hoping that, that you guys would get that one. Oh, so where does like whenever we can steal Bone Thugs tell us so Gerald can hurry at. up and and uh share it before the chat gets it. Whenever we're allowed to steal. <laughs> you I feel like this one's, yeah, I feel like this one's gonna be easy. Yeah. Mitch said club. No. Question mark? <laughs> no. Jason said the crossroads. There you go. The yeah. crossroads. Yeah. You got the crossroads. Maybe. There you yeah. go. Chat All right. Last one, one for world. And you need this and you probably need to steal the next one. Mm -hmm. um, finish this lyric. Oh, boy. <laughs> People told me slow my roll. I'm screaming out. Fuck that. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey. You look at <laughs> oh man, I did because we were like excited that she got it right, and we were like, oh wait a minute. Listen, though, it was literally like the wave. Emma goes, Emma points at Espo, Espo points at me. Yeah, there we go. That's cool. She's right. quoting somebody. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. If it's a quote, it doesn't count. Uh, all right, last one for the chat. This is probably your most difficult one, but I don't think it will be. Here we go. On the first of the month, Bone Thug says you should do this. Ooh, I don't know this one. Oh, the if you if you sing if you oh, sing the song in your head, you'll get it. Oh. It's the first of the month. So <laughs> there it is. I'm not gonna get this yeah, one. Yeah, there's no way. We're not gonna get this one. All right. It's not like we've been able to steal from the chat so far, anyway. No, been so far, the, chat's true. the chat's pretty good. They the, got a the, lot of brain. The power chat over is there. undefeated in this game. They're one and zero. Eric said, "Wake up." Kyle said, "Pay rent." Midge said, "Wake up." Nope. Hmm. Uh, everyone's saying, "Wake up, get up." Nope. Brush my teeth. <laughs> nope. You have to actually get after you get up. You gotta do this. Can we steal? I feel like there's already like at least 15 answers in the chat. Okay, so all right, all right. Do you have an answer? Cash your checks. And? Hey! You know what, though? The wake up technically is the first lyric. But they also say wake up, wake up, wake up, like it, as, the, as the intro part, too. So um, I was looking for something a little bit different than he that. He was so. looking for a specific answer. Yeah, so And the tie. combination of Espo and Emma. Tie game. Look at that. The first tie <laughs> in this game. So that's uh, chat versus the world. Gerald, we, we did terribly, by the way. You and I need well, to step it up. We got, that, the, we so got the cool. Kid Cudi lyric, right? We got one. Yeah, we got one. I consider that a win. <laughs> we got one. Shout out to Emma. It. Emma came through twice. Yeah. Technically, I did too. You so. did. Yes. You did. But I Emma, expected you to. Espo and Emma carried. They did. You know, Absolutely. You know me, big Machine Gun Kelly and Bone Thugs in Harmony guy, <laughs> Espo. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if you actually, actually were, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. I do know Bone Thugs in Harmony. That yeah, was kind of it's a fun one. There we go. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Can, one. Can I depress us a little bit more? No. no. Why? You want to see, see the upcoming schedule? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it does not get much easier is oh, what we're going to do here. It. Do you have the upcoming schedule? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, just staring, staring at us. I'm like, like, bro, he's queuing it up hey, for the schedule. Where's that? Miami Heat come to town on Friday. Well, that's not so bad. It's not that much easier. They're not playing that great either. And like, then you've got uh, the that's Cavs, the thing that I, I feel like again. that's what the thing I, I feel like we all need to keep remembering is like nobody in the NBA is playing lights out. Like and, and I know it's it's easy to 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 sulk in your own misery right now because this is all you watch or mostly what you watch, but the rest of the NBA is struggling I just like that, us. I love that we've moved to the hey, it's not just us phase. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not me, it's you. It's misery clearly loves, you. It's all of misery us. loves company. Look at look at the fucking bucks tonight. Like, <laughs> but here's the thing. If you guys are really just like 
you're not about Sun's world right now and you need to live in some fantasy land. Might I recommend Underdog Fantasy? Oh, because... oh geez, because nope. that's exactly where I want to go right now. Nope, we're talking Underdog Fantasy. It is the best way to combine uh, fantasy sports and the potential to win cold, hard cash. And it, they do things differently, right? There's so many different options of ways that you can play. You can do daily fantasy sports. You could do weekly fantasy sports. You could do a season if you wanted to get some friends together and do that. Like, the options are endless, so you kind of get to create your own path, and you are in control of the destination a little bit more when it comes to fantasy sports. One of my favorite things is they do a best ball where it's whoever the best guys on your roster are, whether you've started them or not, those points count. Mm. Which, how many times have you sat there in fantasy and gone, if only I would played that guy, yeah. I would have won. Yeah. Shane, Mike Evans, anybody <laughs> think of that? So. Yeah. Yeah. But if you guys want to get started, it's really easy. Just go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. But make sure you sign up with the promo code PHNX because when you use that promo code, Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. So that means they're literally just going to give you a free $100 that you can utilize on the app and hopefully flip and turn into even more money on, again, Underdog Fantasy. All right. Anything else? Nothing? I think we covered pretty cool. much everything. Let's go home. Thank you all for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow, Thursday at 3 p.m. Same place as you're watching this right now. Or if you're listening to this, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can always come join us live on YouTube. 3 p.m. tomorrow is the time to be um, at our YouTube channel. We tweet out the links. And if you need to know where to follow us, I'll tell you right now. I'm at Lindsay Smith AZ. Saul is at Saul underscore Bookman. Gerald is at Gerald Borgay. And Espo is at Espo. Espo, take us home. I promise you, if we keep losing, this is going to become an obscure rap lyric trivia <laughs> show. Ahoy, ahoy. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. BHNX though, Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G, no plan.